Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, the Yankees are in the midst of battling the Houston Astros, and uh, yeah, I'll get into that in, a, in another episode, you know, just around the corner. But just wanted to, you know, just there's been so much stuff off the field that I figured, you know, it it just almost merits an episode of itself. So we have all these things, of course, you know, with Herman's situation, and now we're finding out with Anthony Rizzo, and of course now also getting this report of Hal versus Brian Cashman at the trade deadline, but kind of both sides, you know, want to go with a different approach. So a lot of stuff to feel, so I figured worth examining. So I figured let's hop into it. But before I do, if it's your first time, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, uh, follow, subscribe, like, and get notified when new episodes get up. Get cool little rants like this. Can't get anywhere else. Not on YouTube, not on TV. Only here you have to be an exclusive podcast subscriber. So... I don't know. This, this seems like a lot of crazy stuff going on with the Yankees off the field. Of course, you know, with the season teetering in the wrong direction, you know, in last place, only a couple of games above 500. Wow, we. Uh, but, you know, really not where we expect this team to be when we started this season. And, of course, that's just on the on the field stuff. But now we're seeing a lot of the off the field stuff really starting to accumulate. And, uh, again, this is a season where the Yankees come up short, can't even get one of the wild card spots. It's going to be. Very, very interesting this offseason. I mean, the blowback from fans and everything, the media, it's just going to be uh, wild. Just because, you know, this some of the, this, the shenanigans you see with this team. Um, you know, we get further news what happened this whole Domingo Herman situation. And what the report is that basically it was in the clubhouse, drunk or just, you know, inebriated, however you want to put it. Um, basically broke a TV, uh, flipped over a couch and basically needed to be forced into the sauna by, uh, I guess, uh, Yankee security needed to be called in. They basically forced him into the sauna and let him, like, dry out, whatever, and then, I guess, escorted him away, and this is where, I guess, you know, whatever he's going, treatment he's getting, but uh, basically blew up the clubhouse, more or less, physically, and needed to be restrained, so that's kind of interesting there, and, um, you know, Boone was asked about it, and then I also alleged that him and Boone had a confrontation. Boone just gave no comment on it, so you're not going to get anything from there, but uh, really wild stuff. Um, you know, just from the whole Haman situation, I mean, you know, the guy's in the starting rotation. He's having a decent season, had the the perfect game, as we know. I know, you know, things aren't always perfect, but I guess the guy well, was drinking before and he showed up to the clubhouse stewed. I don't know. I mean, just a lot of things out there. I mean, this is a crazy story. And if, again, if that's all true, I mean, I think he just might be done as a Yankee because I don't know if he can come back from that. And then, and then if that's not bad enough, now you get in the story with Rizzo where they finally realize that, you know, maybe that collision at first base with Tatis Jr. was worse than they thought. Jeez, you know, after like 50 games, the guys only had one home run that they, they finally picked up on this. I mean, and really for all sides too, I mean, Rizzo's in his own body. He should kind of know if something's wrong there. But just the whole idea that finally now they kind of realize that maybe, you know, he did have a concussion and just this whole time is kind of had from the effects from that. Like, okay, but no one could pick up on the sooner. I mean, Rizzo could say something sooner. Yankee doctors could say something sooner. I mean, no one realized that this guy only had like one home run since this thing happened, you know, way back in June, or I believe it was actually in late May, so even further back. So now he placed him on the 10-day IL to kind of go through the whole battery and see, just again, maybe have him away from the field, kind of gets his marbles lined up right. And, you know, and it makes sense because at that point of the season, I mean, he was close to a 300 hitter. He was doing well for the Yankees. He was off to a great start. And then just since then, it's just been terrible. It's just been like an automatic out. And the whole age thing and being hurt, I mean, I'll put that more on like maybe DJ or Stanton. Uh, and again, I'll get into Stanton in a second. Another one there to add to the list. But Rizzo, I, again, that one I just more is probably, again, I kind of felt it was probably more of that collision, more than met the eye there. Um, you know, Rizzo's like 32, 33. I mean, it makes sense that all of a sudden he would be like a two, you know, 250 hitter, or, you know, after being a 300 hitter, like the first couple of months of the season. So at least, you know, it kind of makes sense there. But almost like two months go by, and now they're finally getting on the top of this. So 
Uh, you know, and this almost got, reminds me of the whole Frankie Montas situation where you have a whole offseason where you could address it, wasn't addressed, and then you show up to spring training. It's like, oh, you need surgery. What's going on? And this is Cash's medical staff, really. It's, just, it's, it's fathoms, you know, the mind there. And then, okay, let's get into Stanton. We figured, look, we've seen him out there in the field uh, running the bases, whatever. You've seen how he's been moving like a statue. And you figure, yes, he probably doesn't want to tweak anything further. You kind of get it. But during the third game there of the Houston series, getting thrown at home by a mile. I mean, by a mile. And he basically, I'm going to call it fast walk. It wasn't even like a jog. He was basically fast walking home and just, you know, catch it. The ball came in. He basically gave himself up and nothing. I mean, the guy can't slide. He can't run fast. I mean, he's basically immobilized. Now, look, he has the bat and he's been hitting his home runs lately. So, he, hey, look, got to get the bat in there. But really, and this is embarrassing. I mean, guy kids can't run. So, yeah, he's your DH, fine. You can put him in there. But it's just embarrassing. I don't know. I guess it's better than having him in there versus not having him in there. I don't know who else you're going to put in there to get, produce that type, you know, his type of power, even though it's not really having the greatest season overall. But that's a real bad job. So you, you, you got to look at this team. Yeah. And then probably I'm sure sooner or later, we're going to find out something about DJ, uh, whether, you know, that foot and probably it's going to be a situation where him not having the surgery, you know, during the off season is probably another, you know, another bad move. He opted for the rehab, didn't want to have the surgery. If it's that foot that's just causing him not to be able to, you know, get around on the ball the way he should be able to, he's again, hitting around 230, 240. Uh, that, that'll be the next one that comes out there. So take that, take the Trevino injury. And it's just like, hey, Look, these guys are just, you know, someone's just maybe all over just getting banged up and trying to play through it. It's just, it explains a lot, but it's just like just too many things going on. And then last but not least, I guess, will be the word also now coming out that at the trade deadline, Cashman was more in favor of selling off and Hal kind of vetoed that and wanted to hold on to the team to keep it going and uh, just show you a little collision there between the two because usually they're both on the same page. But it's like one of the first times you can think of them really kind of being at odds and ultimately, the boss, so I guess the boss, uh, Junior, uh, wins out and the Yankees hold up, which you go away things. I think it was the better move because, like, I don't know. I mean, yes, the Yankees have pieces to sell off there. But, again, if you're with, within five games of the wild card and you got players coming back like Nestor, who was good in his first start back and only went four innings, like I kind of said he would. Um, and plus, you have Lewis around the corner. You shelled out money for Aaron Judge. You shelled out money for Carlos Rendon, who you finally got onto field now. You still kind of have to go for it. So of the two, I think, you know, it was the right call by Hal. Now they still might fall short of the wild card. That's the case. But you could have gotten some players for someone like a Wandy Peralta. Everyone wants a lefty reliever, a Michael King, a Holmes. Yes, you could have gotten some prospects back. But if you got a shot to make the playoffs, I think at if the Yankees were like way out, like, you know, let's just say this complete, like the Yankees were like had the Mets record and there were several games under 500. All right, that at point, it's a no-brainer. Even the money, even though you shelled out $400 million for like Aaron Judge nearly, uh, that it, at that point still makes sense to tear it down. But if you're still within, again, a few games of wild card, you still kind of have to go for it. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy Hal put his foot down on that one. And uh, again, because soft seasons, is gonna, if they do, they do misplay, it's going to be very interesting. Just got a lot of stuff here, just misdiagnosed injuries, trading for players that are injured and, then you got this whole Haman situation. What you know? That's a bad look on somebody. So I don't think it'll be a point where Hal is going to pull the trigger and get rid of Cashman yet. Again, he still has three years left on that deal. You're not going to have to pay Cashman another three years to sit home on the couch or uh, you know be a GM of another team. So I think Hal sticks with them. Now we'll see the start of the 2024 season. We'll see how that gets underway. And of course, if that um, starts going south, then Hal's is going to have no choice but to have to remove him just for the sake. He's going to have to do it. And probably Hal may be kicking himself, maybe regretting giving Cashman a four-year deal like that at the start of this season. But 
uh, nevertheless, that's the way it is. So, again, I just felt this is so much stuff going on off the field. It kind of merited its own thing. So, the Houston series on the way. So far, overall, goodish start for the Yankees. Uh, still to be determined. Uh, Severino got bombed again. Uh, that's just the only bad point, and this is something they're going to have to address, and maybe now you have to see a shift uh, to the bullpen. But, again, if this thing with Herman probably buys Severino a little bit more time because, uh, if, you know, if, if Herman was rolling a little bit, then it's easy to put Severino in the bullpen. But with Herman gone, you still got to fill that slot. And, all right, you could bring up something for the minors, maybe Davey Garcia, something like that, or kind of rotate John and Brito in and out. But at least at this point, they might probably get at least short-term stick with Severino, at least maybe for one more start. We'll see. Uh, but again, he just continues to mysteriously get bombed. And it's like early. It's like in the first inning of all these games now. So it's just kind of puzzling. I don't know if he's tipping pitches or he's not mixing things up well. I don't know. Uh, but a lot of bad stuff off the field for the Yankees. And you combine that with a very underwhelming, disappointing season. And it's just a recipe for disaster. And at the end of the season, if they do fail to make the playoffs at, at all, you expect a lot of fireworks back from the fans immediately. The hell's going to get rained down on Hal and Brian. So that can be sure. So we'll catch you after the Houston series. And, uh, you know, if you haven't done it already, make sure you subscribe. Mm-hmm.